The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 12th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist of the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. The things you have prepared, those whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not, not rich toward God. The gospel, gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So during my week at camp this week, I had um, some particular responsibilities. Each day in the morning, all of the campers would get in, go to the outdoor chapel, and we'd have this time, they called it Rah Rah Ray theme of the day. So each day there was a particular theme and a Bible verse. And my job, my responsibility was to introduce that theme to all the, the kids and all of the staff, and um, then they would go off into what was called discovery time. So it would be a, a learning Bible activity for the kids. So they take that Bible verse and have some sort of activity um, that would expand upon and give an opportunity for the kids to have a discussion about that Bible verse. So I'd go and, and with a particular cabin group, um, spend some time with them, and then in the evening, they'd have an evening Vesper service. So again, there would be songs and prayers, and then I'd give a three to five minute talk kind of closing the day. So this morning, I thought I'd just kind of give an overview of, you know, kind of some of the things that I talked about. The overall theme was called Agents of Change and how God utilizes us to be agents of change in the world. So I thought Agents of Change... What would be fun is to talk about superheroes. So I related each day to a superhero. And in fact, I wore a superhero shirt each day to um, accent that. So the first day, the theme was generosity. So I talked about generosity and how we utilize generosity in the world um, and how God has blessed us with so many things that we can give to other people and how it is important for us to be generous. And, and when we gather together as a community, we can see how each of us can use our gifts in various ways. And that generosity, um, also that the superhero for the day was Batman. And I talked about how Batman had all this wealth and how he could have lived his life, you know, secure, not worried, had a care in the world. But instead, he utilized that for good. The second day... Um, the theme was inclusion. 
So the superhero of the day was Superman. And inclusion talked about how, uh, you know, we can exclude other people for various reasons, based on who they are, based on what they look like, based on where they come from. But what God does is God includes us all together. God brings us all together. And this morning, as I woke up, as many of you probably saw on the news, not only one, but two shootings happened last night. 29 people lost their lives. One shooting in Texas, one shooting in Ohio. And I haven't heard too much about what happened in Ohio, but I did here in Texas, the primary shooting, uh, the, the primary reason for the shooting that people can see right now is because of exclusion, because the, the person, the, the white supremacist who shot said, I don't want people from Mexico coming and overtaking Texas. And it's just terrible how this continues to happen again and again and again. And how I, you know, after having this wonderful week and this wonderful experience, you know, and coming back and being excited to share with you all these things. And then waking up and seeing how so many people lost their lives. And how these simple things that I was talking about at camp, you know, still have to be talked about in our world because we still don't get it sometimes. The next day was compassion. And the superhero that I talked about was Captain Marvel. And how, you know, all these superheroes are these big macho guys, you know, the Iron Man, Superman. And when I was introduced to Captain Marvel, I was introduced to a a different side of a superhero, the side of compassion, the side of kindness. And... An interesting thing happened to me that particular day. So I was with, um, I talked about how we, you know, we need to be compassionate for others and that we're all have these different abilities and different uh, ways of going about things. And and it's important in our world to have compassion. And the, the parable, the Bible reading for the day was about the Good Samaritan and a lot of the kids and we're familiar with that. But then I spent some time with um, what's called Girls Yellows. So Girls Yellows at Camp Calumet are the oldest group of, of kids, girls and boys yellows. So these, these kids are between 14 and 15, 16 years old. And so uh, when I got together with, with those groups, um, we sat down and we started having this discussion. And it was interesting how the, the tone of the conversation went from talking about having compassion for others to having compassion for ourselves and how the girls were saying how hard it was for them sometimes to have compassion for themselves because other people had all these expectations and when they did mess up they they just felt terrible that sometimes life was over because they failed and these expectations, they couldn't live up to the expectations. So we talked a while about um, having compassion for ourselves and, and what that meant. And, and had me, you know, the rest of the day, I thought about that and how hard it was, it, how hard it is for all of us to have compassion for ourselves. 
Thursday, the theme was justice. And the superhero of the day was Black Panther. Um, So we talked about justice and what does it mean to live in a just world? And and how do we live in a just world? So for a lot of the kids, uh, justice meant fairness, right? And so I talked a lot about how justice um, meant doing good for others. Uh, It does mean fairness, but also tied it into our baptismal promise, right? So when we are baptized, one of the things we promise to do as individuals and promise to do as we raise those who are baptized is to have promote justice and peace in our world. And how sometimes we forget about that, right? So sometimes we focus on raising our children or grandchildren or even ourselves with this idea, well, I need to learn about the Bible, I need to learn about the Ten Commandments and the creeds and all this head knowledge, but justice also comes from the heart. Justice comes from the heart. And how do we promote justice? And how do the kids, you know, have this sense of, yes, I can make a difference in the world even though I'm 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. So that's a, that was a big discussion throughout the camp that day. And then the last day, Friday, was the theme was forgiveness. So I have this, this shirt of the, the symbol of the Lutheran Church. So I, I wore it, and it was interesting. I wore it, and every day I, I wore the, the shirt, and I stood up in front of everyone with the shirt on. I said, does anybody know what the superhero was? And every day they would shout, Superman, Captain Marvel, and they all knew. And I was wearing the Lutheran symbol, and I said, what's the superhero today? And they said, Jesus. And I said, yeah, well, that's good. Um, but also wearing the Lutheran shirt, I said, you are also the superhero. And your superpower is the power of forgiveness, the power of love. And you have that ability. You know, no one can take that ability away from you. No matter what happens in the world, you can go out into the world and you can love people. You can, uh, and when someone does something to you, you have the power of forgiveness. And then I told this story, and, and um, it's one of, my, one of my favorite camp stories. So... I was a counselor in what's called Unit 2. So there's five units at camp. One is the youngest, five is the oldest. I was in Unit 2. So most of my campers were probably 9, 10, 11 years old. And my co-counselor and I had this group of kids who, let's just say they didn't get along very well. You know, it was Sunday night and we saw that happening. They weren't getting along very well. Um... Monday, you know, we were trying to sit down and have this discussion with them, and, and they just were picking on each other, fighting, and, and so my co-counselor and I uh, were talking, we're like, we got to do something. You know, this just isn't working. We can't have this all week. The kids are end up going to have a miserable week, so we got to figure out what to do. So on Tuesday, during the, the, the learning time, we sat down and had this conversation. I can't remember what the theme was, but we said, we're going to talk about forgiveness, and the importance of forgiveness. So we, we came up with this phrase. We said, when someone does something wrong to you this week, we want you to say, I forgive you and God still loves you. We said, even though you might not forgive them right away, you might be upset, 
but say, I forgive you and God still loves you. So one of the games that we play, you know, especially in the, in the cabin area is called Foursquare. Is everybody familiar with Foursquare? So there's, there's four squares that you put it, dig, you know, in the dirt and then you have this bouncy ball and you try to get people out. So we start, we played a game of Foursquare and every time someone got out, they look at the person that got them out and said, I forgive you and God still loves you. And then they walk to the end of the line. So, you know, we just kind of got them in that habit of doing it. So one, later on that day, um, you know, one of the kids cut another kid in, in, in snack bar and he turns to him and says, I forgive you and God still loves you. This kid, who wasn't part of our cabin, um, looked at him really strangely and just walked away. He didn't know what to do with that. Uh, so, uh, and the kid, once he got a snack bar, you know, he came back and he said, he said, Joe, Joe, guess what happened? This really worked. And I was like, oh, wow, it really worked. Um, so every two weeks, so every other week, there's a camp dance. And um, so they, they hire a DJ. They go into... Uh, it was called Luther Hall and they play music for a couple hours and the kids run around and dance and whatever. And, and so my cabin group, you know, the boys are just old enough to think about like, Ooh, who am I going to dance with? But really scared to kind of, you know, dance with girls and whatnot. But, um, so during, during the dance, uh, one of the boys get, gets enough courage to go up to a girl and ask her to dance. And she says no. And instead of being devastated, he turns to her and says, I forgive you. And God still loves you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that last day we talked about forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness and how they can take that superhero uh, mindset of, of all the things that they learn throughout the week. And bring that with them home into into the world, and and it, it was just amazing to me to be there and to have these not only large group gatherings to be able to talk to the kids, but a lot of these smaller um, conversations. You know, when I was with um, Unit Three, so not the oldest, but not the youngest, um, I was hanging out with their, some of those boys, and you know, some of them were coming up to me and said. You know, I have this friend at school who who says that if I if I don't believe Jesus as my personal savior, that God doesn't love me. But I'm Lutheran and and I was baptized as a kid and he says I need to be baptized again. But I don't know, really know what all that means. Does God not love me if I'm not baptized again? And so we had this interesting discussion about, no, God loves you. But there are some people who say you have to. Personally confess God as your personal savior for God to love you. But God has named you and claimed you in your baptism. And nobody can take that away from you. You know, and again, you see, you see people say crazy things. Uh, another, you know, I, a friend sent me a link of this, this TV preacher who's out there who's now saying that if you are a vegetarian, that you're going against what the Bible says. And, and that, you know, some of these some of these crazy things and, and the basic message that I was trying to give and that I continue to give here in church, but also at camp, is that God loves us. God loves us for who we are, that we, um, and that we are given this mission in the world to love one another 
the best way that we can. The best way that we can. And that as we do that, we are agents of change. We are changing the world. And sometimes it doesn't look that way. Sometimes it's, it's harder than others. But we make progress each and every day that we do that. Amen.